What's going on, everybody? I am the last sane human alive. So, right off into it. I'm going to try to make this one quick, but I don't know. So, we'll see. Um, I'm probably going to lose what little listeners I have, you know. Saying what I'm about to say, okay? Hold on. Get some of this coffee. It's early. I hate my coffee too. I hate my, my coffee be too hot sometimes and burn the hell out of my tongue. You be like, damn, bro. But anyway, so a lot of y'all are probably not gonna want to hear this. A lot of y'all are probably not gonna like me no more after this. But I'm sorry. I just gotta, I gotta be honest. You know, I just gotta be honest, and I just can't pretend. And I'm not, um, I'm not getting paid by USC. I'm not promoting or anything like that. I'm just giving an honest opinion, you know. Honestly, I don't care if Habib comes back. I have zero interest in seeing Habib fight again. Zero. You understand? Zero interest. And people are like, what? You don't want to see Habib fight again? Oh, you mean see him fight one more fight? If they continue to retire, you might as well just stay retired. If that is the plan to fight one more fight and then retire, what's the point of that? As far as the fans are concerned, Dana White, he can make millions off of that. So, of course, he wants Habib to come back. He needs to hype it up. You know, the threat of almost losing them. Then he comes back. He can sell that. Mark my words. He's going to sell that <laughs> in the marketing for the next fight for Habib. He's going to sell that shit to where uh, he was going to retire because his dad definitely came back and look at him now and all this blah, 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 blah. Right. It's just my issue, right? I have no desire to for Habib to stick around just to fight because he's talking about some interesting happens um, this weekend you know with the fights and stuff and he'll he may come back man miss me with that bullshit man you you may come back don't come back how about that let me help you don't come back the lightweight division is stacked enough we'll have some other champion that they'll make seem is invincible as well. You know, we'll have some other champion that's going to be invincible just like Habib was invincible. Watch what I tell you. Who cares? We had Demetrius Johnson at Flyweight. Literally invincible. They cheated him, gave it a Cejudo. Cejudo retired because they didn't want to pay him. You know, he was trying to make the division big because um, Demetrius Johnson wasn't doing that. So, you know, they didn't want to pay him, so he left, right? They made Demetrius Johnson, but he was invincible. They made Henry Cejudo seem like he was invincible. And then what happened? Now we got Figueredo. And Figueredo is also another one that is, you know what I'm saying? The next champion is always going to be great. You know, and and in this division, in the lightweight division, you got a lot of good names coming up. I have no desire for Habib to stick around just to fight Dustin Poirier again. He already beat Dustin. He destroyed Dustin, okay? I don't want him to stick around just so I can see that fight again. I don't want Habib to stick around just so I can see him and Connor fight again. He destroyed Connor. 
He destroyed Connor on the feet and on the goddamn ground. He destroyed Connor, okay? <laughs> Have no desire, if, especially that's going to be his last. It'd be different if he's going to fight one of them again and continue to fight. Then I'd want to see that. I have no desire to see him fight his last fight against somebody he's already dominated, you know? His, not his last fight. If his last fight is going to, if, he, if he's going to have one more fight, bring in a GSP. The problem is, people, GSP will never fight Habib. GSP will never, he will never tarnish his legacy like that. It is too risky of a fight for him. If GSP wanted a tough fight when he came back, he would have never fought one eye, one leg, Michael Bisping, out the door of Michael Bisping. He wouldn't have fought Michael Bisping if he wanted a, a, a true challenge, you know, that wouldn't, that wouldn't have been who he fought if he wanted a true challenge. You know, he's not looking for challenges. He's looking for paydays. And although Habib may be a payday, it's too risky of, of him getting out there and just getting completely dominated. You know, these guys have all this confidence when the cameras come on. But in reality, they know what's up. And unless he's coming back for a fight like that, I just don't care. I just don't care. I'm sorry. I don't care. I don't care to see him fight Connor again. Only if it's now, I only want to see him fight Connor if he's going to stick around and continue fighting. Habib is young, first off. You know what I'm saying? Habib is young, first off, to be retiring. I'm telling off, he got plenty more years on him. And I'm sorry, man, he just can't be the greatest. And you retired so early in your career, you know, so early in your USC career, you've retired. You know, you finally reached the top of the hill and then you're just calling it quits now, you know. And, um, don't get me wrong. I get it. It was emotional. His dad passed. I'm not really close with either one of my parents, like, at all. So, I don't have the same, like, empathy for, you know, parents passing for other people, you know, because I'm not close with mine. So, you know, I don't have that same empathy or whatever. But I get it. You know what I'm saying? The man's dad passed away. Him and his dad were real close. And, you know, um... It was an emotional fight. It was an emotional time for him, you know. I get it. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I get it, and I'm 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 sympathetic. But when it comes to my UFC, this is gonna sound bad, but I don't care. I don't care. I just want the UFC to put on fights for me. I just want to fight. Watch watch fights. You will rarely hear me speak about what these guys are doing outside the cage. I don't give a fuck what John Jones did outside the cage. They got nothing to do with me. John Jones not the only one making mistakes in life. You've all have made mistakes. People kill me with that shit. John Jones hit a pregnant lady. Yeah, many years ago. Does he ever live that down? Because John Jones does so much charity. And John Jones doesn't just donate money to charity and that's that. John Jones donates money, he donates items, and he does these things personally. He doesn't just send some a rep to go do it and stuff like that. He does this thing, these things uh, uh, um, his, 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 uh, in, in person. You know what I'm saying? He does these things himself. He goes out and hands out things himself. You know? And not all of the stuff he does makes, you know, big splash news. You know what I mean? Some of that stuff he does people never even hear about if you don't have his Instagram. If, you, if you're not on his Instagram and shit, a lot of that stuff you won't even hear about, you know. He does a lot of stuff for his area. 
nobody cares. All people are worried about is all the bad stuff he's done as if you're just on some fucking moral high horse and never did anything wrong your whole fucking life. <laughs> never drunk and drove to get home. Never did anything wrong your whole fucking life. You know, to be sitting here acting like you're just this angel and he's this devil. I don't give a fuck what he did outside the ring. He has nothing to do with me. It's a grown-ass man who has a lot of money. You're fucking right, he parties. <laughs> what do you mean? All your favorite all your favorite celebrities party and do drugs. <laughs> all of them, okay? So I don't give a fuck that John Jones was partying and did some, and did some damn drugs and got fucked up, did this, did that. That shit happens every day in our country. Who cares? He sounds like a regular American to me. <laughs> he sounds like a regular American to me. Because you all do that fuck shit, so. But I don't care about their shit outside the cage or nothing, man. I just want these guys to put on fights. And Habib coming out of retirement for one more fight just to retire again. And then ain't no telling when Habib is going to fight. You know, I'm going to fight again. You know what I mean? Ain't no telling, you know. I really, let's go ahead. I always say this. And, and I'm always, and I'm always going to say this. We need champions that are going to defend. We don't need champions that want to get the belt and hold on to it as long as possible. Fight once a year. It should be in your contract. If you're a champ, you got to fight twice a year at least. The minimum twice a year. You win a title, you have to fight the minimum twice a year. Especially if you was fighting three times a year, four times a year before you won a title, you know. I'm not really a big fan of Israel Adesanya personally. Personally, I think he's a loser, <laughs> you know, personally, but in that damn octagon, he's a damn animal. And not only that, he fights. He will fight. He's not trying to hold on to the belt forever. He's, he's fighting. No, he's going up to light heavyweight. He's fighting. You know what I mean? He's definitely fighting, you know, and, um, and Izzy kept making it seem like he, he got this all mapped out and, you know, Y'all don't know. I got this mapped out for years now. I'm, I'll be fighting John Jones 2021 Raiders Stadium. Hmm. Let's see about that. Because 2021, John Jones is fighting for the heavyweight title. <laughs> I, I don't see him cutting that weight back down in 2021. Doubtful. Doubtful. 2021, John Jones is fighting for the heavyweight title. He's not fighting easy. But is he a fight, though? You know, so you can't even be mad at it. Because Israel would definitely fight. He's fighting, you know, he's not holding on to the belt as long as he can. He's he's calling out names and, you know, you know, lining them up, knocking them down. I don't know, y'all. I'm just not. I just don't care no more. I'm sorry. I don't care, Habib. I'm sorry. I don't care anymore. It was crazy when you retired. I was like, damn, that's fucked up. It's like everybody wins the belt, wins the, you know, defend here, defend, maybe defend twice, and then oh, I'm the greatest ever. I retire. I'm the greatest ever there. I'm the greatest combat, um, combat athlete that ever lived. I'm greatest. I'm greatest this. I'm the greatest pound for pound. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's just crazy. It's craziness. We need to start holding our champions to higher standards, y'all. <clears throat> need to start holding our champions to higher standards. You know, 
I don't care. Just think about it. Conor McGregor beats Dustin Poirier spectacular fashion. You know, has a good claim for the next title shot, right? We've already saw that fight. That's going to be his last fight. You know what I'm saying? Beating somebody he already beat. You know, his last fight. You know what I'm saying? We've already saw that fight. What if Destin comes out there and just beats Connor in spectacular fashion? He beat Destin easier than he beat Connor. We're going to watch that again? He broke Destin. He didn't just beat him. He broke Destin. Destin. Destin went back to his corner and said, I just can't get him off me. You broke. Once you say, I can't do something in the fight, over with. You're broke, man. And he definitely broke Just broke uh, Dustin. You want to see that again? You think it's going to go any different this time? Of course, they're going to tell you it's a possibility it came, but we know it's not. Now, let's just say Michael Chandler spectacularly beats Dan Hooker. Does he now get a title shot after beating a Dan? I mean, look at Bruin. Dan Hooker's a good fighter. But the title shot next? You know? The fuck? <coughs> the fuck going on, you know? What if Dan Hooker just knocks out Michael Chandler? Do you want to see Habib versus Dan Hooker? Nope. That's a domination right there. Not as his last fight, you know? You might as well just stay going. If you're going to... Because if, if, if it does happen, it's not going to happen until like the summertime. Maybe like August, September, right? If it does happen. Because you got to remember, Habib has to make weight. You know, he's like 200 pounds right now. He got to make weight. So it's going to be a minute. And then the pay-per-views, you know, are already being booked up, you know? So, I mean, I believe, I want to say they got the uh, pay-per-view for March already ready, one for April already set up. The main events is as far as it is, you know? So if it does happen, it would be to the suburb anyway. And then again, we have to wait once at one time in 365 days, will he defend? This is how he, he the the, uh, the defenses go, man, with these titles. They may defend one time in 365 days, have one fight, and you're the champion. You should at least fight two, maybe three times a year, man. At least. At least, man, but... It is what it is. I'm just not. I'm not caring no more. You can care if you want. I'm not caring anymore. I'm tired of it. I just want somebody to have the lightweight title. <clears throat> I think. I think they should have just made the title between Dustin and Connor. Dustin's been around a long time. He's been fighting with the UFC a long time. He's given them some great fights. He's always exciting. Dustin comes out there and brings the fight every time. He's always an exciting fighter. Connor seems newly motivated. Connor seems newly motivated and and um, I feel like he's gonna fight like three times this year. So if this was for the title. We would possibly finally get Conor McGregor to defend the damn title, you know, 
because that's what he needs to do. What I think needs to happen is we don't need to bring Habib back. We need to let Habib go live his life. You know, we need to get off his fucking sack. You know what I mean? Because this is the problem with these guys, you know. They start to drink their own damn Kool-Aid. You know what I mean? So we need to get off his sack and say, hey, bro, you want to retire? Peace out. You know, chuck him the deuces. Let Connor and Dustin fight for the title. Both these guys are good fighters. Both these guys will be good champions. And I do believe both of them would defend for a long time. For a while, at least. You know, if Dustin wins, who are they going to bring up there to fight with Dustin right now? If Michael Chandler wins, he'll have a good claim. But I don't see Michael Chandler putting Dustin down. Like, <clears throat> in the fights he's had, got knockouts in, it's been against not the same level of talent at his UFC strikers. That's one. The guys he's knocked out, not the same level of talent. Even Ben Henson or whatever. When he beat Ben. Yeah, this is a Ben much, much past his prime. You know what I mean? Much, much past his prime. Like, he's been fighting a really long time, you know, at this point or whatever, you know. And um, hence why he is in Bellator, you know. So, but even with that fight, flash knockout, it was like, you know, one punch, you know, a good punch landed knocked out. There's another fight I seen with him, good punch and ass knockout, you know. When he's up against people who are uh, more experienced strikers than he is, and then, you know, that's when he'll shoot for the takedowns and stuff. I don't see him landing too many takedowns on Dan Hooker, but I do see Dan Hooker playing good off his back and making it back to his feet. You know, he trains with Izzy and them out there. I see him being very prepared for this fight, you know, very yeah, him and like him and Dustin had a war, man. And Dustin landed some bombs on Dan Hooker. I mean, some bombs, you know. And Dan kept coming. So Dan, Dan is a warrior, you know. And if but if Michael Chandler beats him in spectacular fashion, I feel like whoever wins that fight should get the title challenge of uh, um to get the next the, the next title shot. Between Michael Chandler and Dan Hooker, who win that fight should get the next title shot, but the but the title fight should be Dustin and Connor, <coughs> hands down. And in that fight, I like Connor to win it, but I prefer Dustin to win because Dustin's going to defend. You know, I would like to think Connor is going to defend too, but you just don't know with Connor, bro. You just don't know. He may fuck around and win the belt, act like he's the greatest ever, and retire too. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what these guys do now, man. Retiring and coming out of retirement a year later gets you a nice payday, especially when you're a big name. You know, the kind of people that are acting, waiting to hear if Habib is gonna fight or not, if he's gonna give you one more fight. People are literally fucking biting their fingernails. Wondering if Habib is going to give you one more fight. Bro, keep that shit, bro. I don't care. Your last fight was awesome. Go out on top. Holla at you. Your last fight was awesome. You completely ran through Justin Gaethje. Somebody, everybody kept saying, Shell Sun's a fucking idiot, man. Like, And then it's so crazy for him to say the things he says when I feel like Shell Sun is extremely experienced in this sport. 
he's just promoting the damn fight right now, saying shit like, Justin Gaethje has defensive wrestling. He's a wrestler too, defensive wrestling, defensive wrestling, and defensive wrestling. He got everybody going around talking about Justin Gaethje's defensive wrestling, you know? Just to watch get Justin Gaethje get washed on the feet and then get washed on the ground. <laughs> so much for his defensive wrestling show, Sonny. <laughs> you know, they tell you, oh, Yale Romero has amazing wrestling. He's a wrestler, a wrestler, a wrestler. Gets in there and doesn't even wrestle. Five fucking rounds. Doesn't shoot for a takedown. Not even one. You know, so I don't know. I don't care anymore, Habib. Go live your life, brother. You know, you know. sorry for your dad passing. That's crazy shit, man. Like I said, I'm not really close to my parents, so maybe I don't understand, you know, all emotionally what he was going through when he retired. I will admit that, man. I don't understand. But I'll tell you this. As a fan of the sport, I'm just tired of talking. I just want to see fights. I just want these guys to fight. That's it. <laughs> I want everybody, all the champions in every division to fight. Wash out your division. That's how you prove you're the best. Clean the division out. Beat everybody. Beat all the top 10. Anderson Silva beat everybody in the goddamn top 10. They couldn't find nobody to fight him. John Jones didn't want to fight him, so he went up to light heavyweight and fought Stephen Bonner. (laughs) You know? Washed him, you know, put him down in the first round. I was pissed. Went to the damn bar, waited all night for this fucking fight, but the end of the first goddamn round like that, you know. But he cleaned out the division. Freaking GSP cleaned out the division. Beat top fighters for, dec- for, for years, you know what I mean? Beat top fighters for years. You know, Habib just got to the top. He just got to the top recently, you know. He hasn't been to the top long. He just got to the top recently. He gets to the top, wins a few more times, and then says he's the greatest ever. And then retires. Bro. I would love to see Connor and Habib if I knew Habib was going to retire after the fight. I would love to see Dustin get us, you know, another crack at it. If I knew Habib wasn't going to retire after the fight. That's the only reason why I don't care about those fights. Who cares? He's going to retire after the fight. Then we're going to be back in the same fucking boat. With no light heavyweight champion. We don't wait at a whole nother. So we're going to spend 2021 trying to set up one more fight for Habib. He gets that one fight. Then at the end of 2021, he's not fighting anymore. And we go into 2022. The same way we left out of 2020 with no fucking lightweight champ. Because he wanted Habib to have one more fight. No, let's just move on, man. Let's just pull the teeth now and move on. Right now, it's dangling in our mouths. Let's just snatch that motherfucker out. Let's tie a little string around it. You know, back in the day, on our old job, you know, back in the day, tie a little string around it, tie the other end to the doorknob, and just close the door, bro. <laughs> just slam the door hard. Just ain't that bitch out, bro. Move on. So many good fights at lighthead at lightweight. So many up and comers at lightweight. So many good up and comers at lightweight. We need to just go ahead and move on. You know, we need to go ahead and just move on. No debates. Just go ahead and move on. I don't care anymore. 
Because if that's what's going to happen, he's going to fight one more time. And then again, we're not going to have a lightweight champ. And then we're going to have to do another fight for that. But then who fights for that title if he just, you know, washes somebody? Like, let's say he just washes Conor McGregor. Then who fights for the title after he retires? Conor just washed Dustin. He just washed Conor. Who do we fight for? You know, let fight for the title. You know what I mean? At least with the with the light heavyweight when John Jones vacated the belt or whatever, we had Jan Blockowitz who hadn't fought John Jones yet. You know, they they've all the 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 the, the top three guys right now: Dustin, Connor, and um, Justin. Habib's beaten. Now, some of you may say, that's why he's retiring. I say, bullshit. There's plenty of other guys coming up right now he could fight. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of people he could fight. There's plenty of guys out there he could still be fighting. He doesn't have to retire. You know, this this, this isn't the only option that he just beat the whole division. No, there's plenty of good fights coming up to the lightweight division, you know. Plenty of good, plenty of good fights. So, like, for me, I'm trying to figure out why isn't Charles Oliveira in any of this conversation? Charles Oliveira will dog Dan Hooker. Charles Oliveira will dog um, Michael Chandler. Charles Oliveira, I think he would beat Dustin Poirier. You know what I'm saying? I don't know about Conor. Maybe, maybe not. Probably with his wrestling. I don't know. His jiu-jitsu. I don't know. You know, but why isn't Charles Oliveira in this conversation? That's who I would really like to see Habib go up against next. He already beat Dustin. He already beat Connor. He already beat Justin. Michael Chandler, not a not a chance in hell. Dan Hooker, not a chance in hell. Charles Oliveira is extremely well-rounded. He has really good striking and a really good ground game and really good jujitsu. He is really good off his back. He is extremely well-rounded. Extreme. You see what he did to Tony. He dominated Tony for five rounds. He's extremely well-rounded. Why aren't we talking about Charles Oliveira? Why? Because he's not as marketable as these other guys. He's not as a big name as these other guys. You see? He's not. You know, he's not as a big as big of a name as these other guys are. You know? So it's like... What the fuck? And then, uh, before I let you go, Alexander Volknask, where are you at, brother? They out here telling us that Mass Holloway is the best featherweight ever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you're the champion. You are the champion. You are literally at the top of the heap right now. And you are supposed to be the best the weight in the world right now because you have the world championship and they're saying that it's not you but in actuality it's Max Holloway how do you feel they're saying you didn't beat him the first fight they're saying you fought a pussy fight you stood out the way and just lead kicked him to death and just didn't engage just stood out the way and lead kicked him to death you know, which is a strategy, you know, so I'm not mad at you, but I'm just telling what they say, bro. And what they say, do what they're saying about you, man. 
they're saying you weak. They're saying you talked all that shit about how you was going to make it, you know what I'm saying, 100% the second fight, and then there was going to be no, you know what I'm saying, room to say he might have won. And then he kicked your ass. <laughs> Man, just beat the hell out of him, but he won the fight, and then he still got robbed. The fans, internet went on fire. The fans are saying he won. The fans are saying he won, bro. I ain't saying that's what I'm saying. I'm just telling what these people saying, bro. You know, this is what they're saying. Max goes out there and performs how he did against uh, Calvin. Uh, Calvin against Calvin Cater or Calvin Qatar, whatever I ever say his last name. Max goes out there and performs how he did. Where you at, Alexander? We ain't seen you in a while, bro. How the dudes you beat to defend your title? Ended up fighting again before you fighting, bro. And he ain't fight again like right away. He took some time and came back and fought again before you fought, bro. We ain't seen you. We ain't heard nothing from you. You won the title and then went silent. Or I'm sorry, you defended the title barely and then went silent. Bro, you need to fight. You need to start calling out some of these top guys. Anybody. You see what Izzy did? Izzy won the belt and called out Yoel Romero. Somebody who had just lost like three title fights. You know what I'm saying? And he called this nigga out. Why? Because he knew people would want to see that fight. Call somebody out that you know. Everybody wants a title shot. Everybody in the top five wants a title shot. Start calling people out, bro. What you doing? Start fighting. Start fighting. That's how you keep people thinking that you're the greatest ever. You got to fight. And then you got to go out there and beat people the fuck up. You know? Alexander Volnowski, is, is his fight IQ is so high. I think, you know when they say, ah, man, he's too smart for his own good. I feel like his fight IQ is too high for his own good to where he's more worried about point points and just winning each round Instead of going out there and fighting, you know what I mean? <clears throat> and maybe not in all his fights. The fights he's more confident in, maybe not. But in the fights where he's like, well, Matt Holloway, you could tell he went out there and he was worried about winning each round by points. He was not trying to finish Max. He was not looking for a finish. He was not really even looking to really engage or really fight. He was looking just to score points. I mean, touch him here, touch him here, score points. You know what I'm saying? Not let him touch me, you know, score points. Which, don't get me wrong, you know. Not knocking your style, bro. What I'm saying is you have to fight. <clears throat> you have to fight. And if you beat Brian Ortega, but don't beat him anywhere near how Max just put them hammers on him, people are going to start saying, people are already saying Max is the real champ. Max is the best featherweight of all time. The best featherweight of all time. And you're the fucking current champion for disrespect. And you beat this guy twice, and people are saying that he's better than you? The disrespect. What's the point of being a champion then? What's the point of having the belt? That belt doesn't, doesn't really mean anything now. Max is still being considered the best. The best featherweight in the world is still being considered to be Max. It's not you, Alexander. You need to get out there and fight. You need to get out there and dominate somebody and beat somebody's ass and remind everybody why you're the champ. You can't get out there and go, you know, Win each round by points, you know, going there and just touch them a little bit, touch them a little bit, and win each round by points. Because no one's going to be considering you one of the greatest if you do that shit, bro. You got to go out there and dominate, you know. And I don't know, man. It's like this dude is going silent. 
you know, he has gone silent. Like, we ain't heard too much from him. They're talking about Brian Ortega, and I'm just like, I don't know about that, you know what I'm saying? I feel like there's some other guys coming up and deserving, you know. Some other guys I would like to see, but then, in the featherweight division, but then, you know, I don't know, Zabit, I feel like he's a pussy. He wouldn't go far. I feel who it was. It was either Jeremy Stevens or Calvin. I feel who it was. But he wouldn't go five rounds with them on a main event fight, you know. He he didn't want to go to five rounds. He wanted to go three, and then he gassed in three. Even though I would like to see him fight for a title because he's still a good fighter. He gets his conditioning in line, whatever. You know, he's a good fighter. I can see him having um a good fight with any of them. Yair, whenever he makes it back to the UFC, <laughs> I would like to see him fight, you know what I mean? To be honest, the featherweight division is not as stacked as they're making it seem. You know, it's really not. <clears throat> but there's some fights for Alexander there, man. He just got to go get them. Like I, I bring up Izzy because Izzy went and, went and got him them fights. You know what I mean? And I do believe Izzy would have fought Robert Whitaker again if Whitaker wanted to fight him. I don't think Whitaker wants that fight. I think Ritter knows he loses that fight 10 out of 10. I think Ritter wants to hang around the number one contender spot and hope that Izzy retires like everybody else is doing or just moves to another weight class and doesn't come back. You know, I think that's what he's doing. I don't think he wants to fight Izzy again because they talking about him fighting Paulo Costa. And I'm like, what? Now, I don't know. People may have Paulo Costa's number now after that Izzy fight. You know what I'm saying? To where now you know, just don't stand in front of his punches. You got to keep moving. You got to keep moving. Everybody makes a mistake to just fold up against the cage. You got to keep moving with him, you know? Don't let him hit you. And um, and one thing about uh, Robert Whitaker, he's elusive. He will run his ass off, you know what I'm saying? You've seen the fight with him and Darren Till. Both of them just so elusive, you know what I'm saying? Just uh, such a technical match. It was so stressful. It was so... No, you got two guys out there who were gunshot. Because, you know what I'm saying, when when Uriah Hall does that shit, that, that, that's what the fuck we call it. Why are we going to, you know, so when, when Uriah Hall gets out there and does that shit, then it gets up there and calls them gunshot. These guys get out there and do the same shit, and oh, it was a technical man. They control the narrative. It's like fucking propaganda. You know what I'm saying? It's like how the media controls the narrative. And one day Donald Trump is love, and literally the next week he's a full blown Klan's member. You know what I'm saying? How how quick the media controls the narrative. That's how it is here. They control the narrative. So when they tell you that this was a technical match. Everybody just starts to say it because they said it. For me, when I watch this match, it looks the same as when Uriah Hall being there and don't want to throw a punch because he don't want to get hit back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And don't want to throw a punch or some shit. These guys were in there and not throwing punches. And um, Robert Whitaker was really elusive. Got out the way of a lot of shit. And was, he was good at not getting hit. You know? So I feel like after watching the Izzy fight with, you know, Paulo Costa, I feel like people may have got Paulo's number now. But if not, this is a bad fight for Robert. You know what I'm saying? This is a bad fight for Robert. You know, Paulo Costa, I don't know about him. 
I had a lot of faith in him. He let me down, so I have zero faith in him now. Like, he didn't even fucking punch Izzy. Like, <laughs> the, the fucking shame, the fucking shame of that fight. Like, you didn't even punch this man, bro. You, I will break him. He too skinny. And then you go out there and get fucking smashed like that, bro. Like, and I put money on this nigga and everything, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, me and Polo Costa are not friends no more. Um, I'm not going to be betting on him on any fights. So, if he, if him and Robert Whitaker do end up fighting, I got Robert Whitaker all day, bro. <laughs> I got Robert Whitaker all day. I would never bet on Paulo Costa again because that was ridiculous. He got out there and just... It's like Izzy gets the belt and then he gets to defend against Joel Romero, who we're thinking is going to be an animal. He gets out there and doesn't, neither one of them threw punches. Neither one of them. Izzy can say all day, I'm the champ. You're supposed to come get the belt if you want it. No, bitch, you're the champ. You're supposed to get out there and show us why. <laughs> you're not supposed to get out there and just stand still and wait for him to do something and say, well, I'm already the champ, so I ain't got to do nothing. It's up to you to come get the... What the fuck kind of logic? And then call you a casual if you don't agree. Suck my dick. You know what I'm saying? Suck my dick. You know, that's why I don't like Izzy, because if you don't agree with him, then you're just a casual. And that's equivalent to seven-year-olds on the playground. If you go play with Timothy, then you're gay. Or if you go play with Timothy, then you got cooties. And everybody says, oh, I don't want to have cooties. So nobody goes and play with Timothy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what Izzy does. If you don't agree with me, you're a casual. But no one wants to be a casual. So it's all disagree with Izzy. You know what I mean? No, bro. No. You're supposed to go out there and show us why you're the champ. If he doesn't fight, if he just stood still and didn't do nothing, why didn't you beat the fuck out of him? You see what I'm saying? I got video that I can pull up. This is why we need to do a visual podcast, like a, a video podcast, because I got video I can pull up for you <clears throat> of Izzy running in that fight more than once when Yoel did come forward. Izzy literally turning hand on the cage, pushing off and running and running back turn running. You know what I'm saying? Running out the way of those punches. And I don't know. Running out the way of punches. He didn't want to get hit. When he when he tried to come forth, I didn't want to say it was in a second. He said, fuck it, let's go. And went for it and got hit. He never went he never went again. He stayed on the outside and just leg kicked him and leg kicked him and just waited. They both just sat there. It was a horrible fight. It is a good title defense off that. And then he goes to the next one, Paulo Costa. And that's not as horrible because at least he, you know, went after it. But horrible because it was quick. Paulo didn't land shit. He didn't land. I don't, I don't think he landed one, one punch. I don't think he landed one punch, you know. And, and then he got beat up, knocked out, and humped. The most disrespectful. I mean, pride, man. Listen, <laughs> no more pride, no more ego. The most disrespectful way you can beat somebody: knock them out and then hump them while they're on the ground unconscious. <laughs> the absolute worst. Just disrespectful. Just disrespectful. You know, but. 
So this weekend, you guys, I'm going to order the event, unfortunately. Uh, I'm also going to illegally stream it just to see what happens. You know, <laughs> I'm not I'm not fucking scared of you, Dana. Talking about people getting there. They get caught and they cry, 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 cry. We'll see about that. We'll see about that, bro. I don't care. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try that shit. We're gonna see what happens. And then I'm gonna also I'm gonna illegally stream it. I'm gonna go to the site that I normally go to when I'm watching somebody else illegally stream it. And I'm gonna see I'm just gonna see if that site is still up and I'm gonna see if I can illegally stream it and just see what happens. I don't care, you know what I'm saying? Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Because Listen, they can't catch us all. There's too many of us. And the more of us that do it, the more of us that can get away with it. So you all should do it. <laughs> the more of us that do it. Listen, fuck them, bro. If they're going to keep raising the goddamn prices, okay? First off, there's no crowd. This whole half crowd shit is not the same. It's not as electrifying as having a full crowd. It's, it is equivalent to the contender series before COVID. You know? <clears throat> My opinion is equivalent to the contender series before COVID. Yeah, that they can chant a fighter's name, but it's, it's not. It's not nothing. It's not enough people. <laughs> it sounds like a group of ten people chanting out Max, 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 whatever you know. So I don't know. I'm not really big on that. You know, I know when the whole crowd is there, it's electrifying. You know, it's different feel. Maybe I pay a little extra, you know, especially after COVID and everything, whatever. But goddamn, bro, during the fucking pandemic, when people are still asking for another stimulus, you know what I'm saying? People are still out of work, stuck in their houses. You got the audacity to raise the price. That sounds like price gouging to me. You know what I'm saying? Like what? The audacity to raise the price at a time like this? What changed on your end that the price had to go up? I need to know. I need to know. You know, I'm going to pay for this Conor McGregor event, but I'm telling you now, let y'all have a pay-per-view that ain't, you know, what I think I'm willing to pay for 70 goddamn dollars to see. Because at the end of the day, you're paying $70 for five fights. And there are three fights on that card. You don't even know the people who are fighting. You know what I'm saying? They're not, they're not even familiar faces. And, you know, do you really want to pay for this $70 card to see one fight that you really want to see on that card that may end in a minute and a half? Especially if streaming it illegally is an option. You fucking right. I'm going to illegally stream it. <laughs> I'm going to find somebody who's streaming it and watch that shit for free and save my little dollars. And I'll take the risk of it, of it, um, you know, buffering or skipping or whatever. I'll take that risk. I'll even take the risk of it getting pulled down. You want to know why? I got ESPN Plus. I'll get the fight in a couple weeks any goddamn way. If you pay for those flyweight events, you're stupid. Both those fights were up like a week. <laughs> I didn't pay for those events. Why? It's a flyweight. It, it, flyweight's a headline on the car. I'm not paying for shit. Those fights are going to be free really soon. And you paying for it's going to be a waste of time. Especially if you're paying 70 goddamn dollars for a fight that's going to be free that same month. 
both of his fights that he fought those, those pay-per-views back-to-back, both of those fights were free the same month they happened. And you charge people $65 to watch it just to give it to them free the same month. I rather not. I'm good on that. I'm good on that. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy and I'm just cheap. Or maybe, just maybe, I'm the last sane human alive. <laughs>